This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and, and always at, at, at the game. The, 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 the game. State Farm. State Farm Prep Sports starts now. 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 It's high school sports on News Radio WGNS. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins take you to the game with complete coverage of Rutherford County High School Athletics. Now, let's get you to the game for today's broadcast. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Siegel High School. Tonight, the Stars are hosting the Wildcats from Wilson Central in nearby Wilson County. Brian Barrett joined in a few by Rod Edwards tonight from the uh, floor at Siegel as we bring you tonight's State Farm prep basketball game as the Stars and Wilson Central tangle in girls and boys hoops a bit uh, later on this evening. We'll have the boys game, of course, after the girls kick us off here in just a matter of uh, about 10 or 11 minutes or so. Got uh, several other games tonight, Smyrna versus Glencliff, Eagleville at Santa Fe, and Central Magnet versus Cannon County. It is kind of a light night here this evening in terms of the number of games, just because this is kind of uh, exam week and uh, taking a few uh, days off here to get exams in. So a pretty light night tonight. Thursday has a couple of uh, offerings. And then, uh, of course, when we get into Friday and the weekend, that's finals are over, school is out, and it's tournament time. So we'll talk all about that uh, as we come back here in a moment. Had, did have a couple of games last night as well. We'll run down those scores on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard. All of that as we continue here from Siegel High School, a timeout when we come back. We'll have that Rick's Barbecue County Roundup for you as we continue with the uh, countdown to tip-off, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. They've helped thousands of people get legal help when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. Back with that uh, Rick's Barbecue County Roundup in a moment on State Farm Prep Sports. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. We offer a good assortment of everything. We have new guitars, Gill, Seagull, Godin, lots of brands, vintage guitars. We have everything you need, keyboards, drums, and every instrument you can think of. We would welcome you to come in and look around, see what you can find that you have to have. Music World and Drummer's Den is located at 2762 South Church Street, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good food and fun. You know, I have a son, Jack. He's actually here with me right now, and he's eight. He loves playing games. And, Jack, tell him what your favorite food to eat at Toots is. Ribs and curly fries. We've got four convenient locations here in Rutherford County. Our original Toots is on Broad Street, Toots South on South Church Street, Toots West on Highway 96, and Toots in Smyrna on Sam Ridley Parkway. Toots, good food and fun since 1985. Toots. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. 
For 35 years, Wilson Bank & Trust has been proud to serve communities all across Middle Tennessee. As an independent local bank, we provide our customers with big bank solutions delivered with personalized local service. We don't just work in Middle Tennessee, we live here too. And we know that the best way to serve our neighbors is to be a good neighbor ourselves. We've been doing that for 35 years and we look forward to many more. Wilson Bank & Trust, Middle Tennessee's community bank, member FDIC. Market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Roscoe Brown has a mentoring program that trains you for success. We've got openings from our commercial plumbing department, commercial HVAC. We've got some really great ways that people that don't have experience in the trades but might want to become a skilled tradesman can learn that field. Get with Lindsay Joyner at Roscoe Brown. The wages have greatly increased in the skilled trades. Don't miss out. Call Roscoe Brown. Roscoe I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. We're back with the countdown to tip-off, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Time now for the Rick's Barbecue County Roundup. They have quality, fresh, never-frozen meats that are smoked the old-fashioned way, using real hickory wood on specially designed pits to give your pork, chicken, beef all the best flavor and Check out their other favorites like slaw dogs and loaded baked potatoes. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is ready to feed your hungry family tonight on Warrior Drive off of South Church Street. Rod Edwards joins me for uh, hoops tonight. It's been a while since you've done a hoops game, hasn't it? Uh, last year did one game here at Siegel. I guess we did. I, you and, and was, I together, didn't we? It was in December. I guess John has a, a planned day off. <laughs> In December, right? I guess. Now, that must be the post-football uh, uh, playoffs syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I know his uh, granddaughter has, I think, an eighth-grade night, but uh, maybe that was last night. He's got grandchildren playing basketball all over. So Right, and he had know. one, uh, I think, farming Christmas program. Yeah, yeah. So, um, probably, I guess, the first hoops games that you've seen this year. It is. Um, it's nice to be out on seeing the court again, seeing the players out on the on the court. Now, you actually, for many years, how many years did you coach basketball? Uh, at least 20. My goodness. That's a long time, isn't it, to yeah. do anything? <laughs> well, it's 20. I've had 20 years with boys and I think nine years with girls. Gotcha. I would have thought you would have coached girls longer than boys, but not the case, huh? No, not in basketball. Yeah. No, softball I did. Yeah. And uh, so this, of course, area has been known for some really good girls' basketball especially. And, uh, of course, the Blackman boys 2016 won, uh, won the state championship as well. So, you know, when, when you look around here in Rutherford County, I, that's where a lot of people look to to see, well, who's, who's good there because they're the team to beat. And that's – Usually the case year in and year out. Right. You know, we're talking about boys, Blackman is the team that's always threatening. Every now and then Oakland has made a trip. Seagull's made a couple trips yeah. in the last I guess, 10 years. 
Uh, <clears throat> when you get to the girls, though, we, we go in streaks. We had Riverdale for several, then we had Blackman for uh, a couple. I haven't had a state championship. I guess the biggest one was when Oakland and Blackman played each other yeah. in uh, for the state of state championship, went in overtime. Uh, was probably the most exciting one. It was a double overtime thriller, and I'll never forget it because that was one year that the state tournament was delayed one uh, one day because of snow, right. and they didn't play the finals on Saturday. They played it on Sunday, and that was the first game, and everybody had been cooped up for a few days, and um, I've never seen such a loud crowd at the Murphy Center. You know, <laughs> It's in town, too, with everybody. Yeah. All the fans are right here. So, yeah, what a give you a great atmosphere yeah certainly uh certainly did well we've got siegel and wilson central tonight um i know wilson central girls are struggling uh, a bit uh siegel has picked up some quality wins john and i broadcast their game friday at uh at smyrna and it was a good win for them and overcame some adversity so um you know a chance here to win on the home floor right and this is the this is the growing time december they're yeah. really getting ready because the real stuff starts when you start your district play in January, leading up to get you set up for the playoffs then. Well, uh, last night, Blackman played Columbia, and the uh, girls were winners over Columbia 68-40, to and the boys a 44-40 win over Columbia, so a clean sweep for Blackman last night versus Columbia. Marshall County girls defeated Smyrna 48-30, to and in the boys' game, it came down to the wire, but Smyrna boys a winner, 60-59 to over Marshall County. So those are the uh, games from last night on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Tonight, outside of this uh, Siegel-Wilson Central game, Smyrna is hosting Glencliff. Eagleville is at Santa Fe, and Central Magnet is taking on uh, Coffee County. So that's uh, what's going on this evening. And, Rod, this is that uh, last week of I guess you kind of call it um, the first part of the season then then your tournaments after Christmas and New Year's is, is kind of like a, a second section your district is the third section and then postseason you know that's kind of how coaches approach that right <clears throat> right now you're trying to find out who can do what yeah uh, then also introducing the different parts I just saw where uh, the boys coach was saying something about along the lines that they're going to be working on pressing and press offense I mean, you put pieces together, and then you want to see it come together, and you come together as a team during the during the tournaments through the holidays. That's a good time at bonding for teams to get ready for then for the next step, which the most important is uh, you start your regular season in your district in January. Tournaments at Christmas kind of give you that not only chance to come together, like you said, and 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 work on things, but to play several games to kind of get into that what you're going to see in the postseason because when February mid-February is here district tournament through the region however far you go it's like boom boom every night but at that point you want to be your offenses your defenses you want to be clicking you know you don't have to think about it right now you're doing kids are doing a lot of thinking a lot of new things have been added or you got a different group together than you had last year, unless you're fortunate to have everybody back, yeah. which is very few teams have that situation. Well, uh, we are about ready to get this one underway here on WGNS Murfreesboro Smyrna. It is Siegel and Wilson Central. The girls' game is coming up for you 
here on WGNS here in just a couple of moments. Right now, we're going to take our final timeout here of the pregame show and be right back. want to thank the law offices of John Day for bringing us the pregame show. They've helped thousands of people get legal help when they've needed it the most. If you're injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. Back with a look at your starting lineups and the play-by-play in the girls' game. Boys' game will follow on a Tuesday night. Hope you'll stay tuned here on News Radio WGNS. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. We're here at Rick's Barbecue catching up with Anne-Marie Brents, who tells us not only do they have barbecue, smoked chicken, loaded baked potatoes, but the slaw dogs are out of this world. I do love the slaw dogs. People are like, is that a big sausage? I'm like, no, it's a deep fried hot dog. And the slaw that we put on them is a spicy mustard slaw. It's actually really good. I like to dip it in white sauce. Rick's Barbecue has awesome deals to feed the entire family. We have family packs and it can feed four to six people. We have a picnic pack, which is the family pack doubled. Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com. 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. Rutherford County is in the midst of an opioid epidemic. This is District 15 Commissioner Craig Harris. In 2021, there were 141 overdose deaths in Rutherford County. Statistics for 2022 appear to be even higher with an increase of more than 20%. The Rutherford County Drug Task Force has funds available to help local organizations further combat this epidemic. To get involved in the fight against the addiction to drugs, visit the Coalition for Success at PC4S.org. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. Welcome back here on State Farm Prep Sports. And, uh, Rod, the quickest national anthem we've ever heard, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we were starting over again or if we were finished. Yeah, it uh, it had it could have gone either way, but uh, going to give you the starting lineups here tonight in our contest. First of all, for the visiting Lady Wildcats of Wilson Central, forward Kendall Pickett will get the start tonight, along with forward Chloe Smith, guard Jamie Ricketts, guard Kristen Smith, and post player Lillian Crutchfield getting the start tonight for Wilson Central. So it's Pickett, Smith, Ricketts, Smith, and Crutchfield. So you have a Pickett, a Ricketts, two Smiths, and a Crutchfield for Wilson Central Good luck, this evening. Yeah, they may have to go with first names, and they're not even any better. So starting lineups now for the Seagull Lady Stars. Shane Young is the head coach of Seagull. And uh, Ellie Walker will get the start, a 5'11 junior post. Neela Alexander, a 5'11 freshman forward to start tonight. 5'10 sophomore center Mia Benford to start tonight. 
along with 5'10 sophomore forward Jasmine Sneed. And the uh, final starter is Izzy Hodge, a 5'4 sophomore point guard. So Walker, Alexander, Benford, Sneed, and Hodge for the Lady Stars of Siegel and Shane Young. So we're having a little audio issue here, it looks like, and working out some kinks. And that's another thing that happens in December basketball, Rod. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Even the referees are working out kinks. Yep, I guess that's true. Wilson Central in the uh, blue uniforms with the uh, gold numbers and trim. And the Wildcat on their shorts. Siegel in the home whites with gray and black. I don't see any teal in there at all. Kind of their alternate home uniforms. And we are ready to get this one underway here tonight. The tip is going to be controlled by Siegel and running toward the basket of the other end is Izzy Hodge. Went up and stepped out of bounds after missing the shot with the rebound going the way of Wilson Central. Looks like uh, Siegel's going to be putting on some full court pressure here. Wilson Central gets it across with Smith, Kristen Smith, surveying between the circles. Looks to penetrate right side, can't do it, and finds Chloe Smith left side. They do look like they could be related. Trying to pass, and it's going to be stolen away. Hodge to Walker. Walker back to Hodge, and a reverse layup will not fall. Rebound put back. This one is tipped and knocked around and out of bounds, and it is going to belong to Wilson Central. Neela Alexander had that rebound, almost had the put back, but couldn't get it to fall. Hodge to inbound on the far baseline. Does so to Jasmine Sneed. Sneed brings it back straight away. Now passes left wing to Hodge. She's deep on that left wing. Now between the circles is Sneed. Passed off to Hodge left side. Walker pops out up top of the key now. Sneed right wing inside. They try to get it down low to Benford. No good. Rebound, Alexander, and then there is a whistle and a foul. And that foul is going to be on Wilson Central, I do believe. And if that's the case, that's going to be Crutchfield. And they're not going to be able to announce here, so that's going to make it fun tonight. Inbounds play is uh, stolen away by Ricketts. Ricketts up the floor, finds Pickett in the corner. Back outside, and spotting is Chloe Smith, or make that Kristen Smith for the three. It falls no good. Rebound in the backcourt. Chloe Smith got it, and then travel. So a turnover, Wilson Central, and it has been uh, a myriad of errors from both teams. No score here. Full court pressure by the Lady Wildcats, and Hodge is in the backcourt. Gets it across pretty easily. Sneed, bounce pass down low, and the shot no good by Neela Alexander. Kind of a lid on it right now. Ricketts with the rebound for Wilson Central. They push it up the floor, finding Kristen Smith. Down to the low post, Pickett, got it to roll. Kendall, Kendall Pickett with the first bucket of the game. First two points belong to Wilson Central. Long pass over in the corner, and Snead can't get to it, but it was tipped out of bounds by Wilson Central. And, Rod, this 
pressure by both teams is forcing some errors. Right. I think both teams are working on the press. Uh, I think that the other team has a little trouble getting the ball, handling the ball. So why t- take advantage of it and get some turnovers? Right now, Siegel just can't seem to get the ball to fall. Walker, left wing, penetrates, gets in there in the lane, and the shot, no good. Kristen Smith with the board, gives it up to Jamie Ricketts. Ricketts down to Chloe Smith, laying it up from the left side. No good, but a whistle and a foul indicates she's going to the free throw line. That foul is going to be on Sneed, I believe. They're not putting them on the scoreboard either, so it makes it for a long night for the play-by-play guy. Chloe Smith with the first free throw. And Allie McCullough comes into the game. I did a little work on them in terms of scoring, and McCullough has been their leading scorer coming in off the bench. Chloe Smith hits the second free throw. And suddenly Wilson Central up 4-0. Hand check foul, and Allie McCullough comes in and immediately contributes a foul. Well, coaches hate that, don't they? (laughs) They do. (laughs) Yeah, positive and negative. Sneed tosses it in to Hodge. Bounce pass at the foul line to Alexander. She cuts through the lane, puts it up, will not fall for her. Rebound put back. This one won't go for Benford. Down the floor is Wilson Central from the left block. Going up as Chloe Smith has the ball blocked and knocked away. And Siegel brings Fiona Mallory into the game. Full court pressure here by the Lady Wildcats. Steed finding Mallory. Mallory drives and kicks it out right side. Shot by Benford is no good. Rebound put back Walker. This one won't go, and the rebound knocked away off of Wilson Central. Wilson Central, of course, a team that has been at the top of the mountain, winning state championships course down there. Hodge over to Walker right way. Walker drives, gives it off in the lane to Benford. Now they kick it out to Hodge. Back outside and Siegel resets. Sneed trying to go inside to Benford and the low bounce pass is going to tie it up here. And even the possession arrow is not working. It's going to belong to Wilson Central. Coming in is Crystal Peralta. She is one of two seniors on this Siegel team. Four nothing in favor of Wilson Central. Smith has it at the right wing, back up top, McCullough. They work it around outside, now cutting through is Chloe Smith and got the nice little roll for her first field goal. Ball on the floor, and I would hope that would be a Wilson Central foul because there was a balling over there. You can't do that. No, I wouldn't think. That only happens in zoos with Tigers. That's Kendall Pickett on the foul. You have to have a clean still then. So Siegel will try to inbound again. Hodge brings it down. Siegel working it down the floor. Now turnaround jumper by Walker is good. First field goal for the Lady Stars. Needed that. A little wide open six-footer. Long pass up the floor. McCullough driving the floor and no good. Hodge with the rebound. 
She is two on two here and now decides to bring it back out to the left wing. 6-2, Wilson Central, 4-16 to play in the first. Walker from the left elbow. This one just off. And sweeping the boards is Crutchfield, and now they're going to call a foul on Walker, I believe. No. Sneed. Saw a zero there. It's either 40. Could be Fiona Mallory, too. We'll just wait and see. They don't report. They report to the far side, and if you don't catch that quick flash of the fingers there, you, you miss it. Up top, Chloe Smith. Tries to go baseline, and the ball stolen away. Nice steal there by Peralta. Here's Sneed up the floor. Sneed drives, puts it up with the right hand from the left side. No good. Walker with the rebound. This one will not fall. A little too hard on both of those shots. Opportunity missed there by Siegel. Here is Kristen Smith. Kristen Smith lost the ball. It's going to be picked up here near side in the front court by Smith. That is Chloe Smith, and on the drive, she's going to be fouled by Izzy Hodge. Pretty easy to see that one because it's right here in front of us. And looks like Ricketts is back in for McCullough. So far, six Lady Wildcats have entered the game. Inbounds pass, threw it right into Sneed's chest, picked up by Peralta. Sneed down the floor, got it, and a foul. Big bucket by Sneed. Siegel's struggling with their touch right now, but they got to keep shooting. They've got uh, good shots off as far as what you want them to take, but they've been having trouble hitting them. Chance for an and one here as Sneed gets, gets her first field goal. A chance to draw the Lady Stars within one here. It's in the air and good. Three-point play by Jasmine Sneed at 6-5. Wilson Central, 321 to play. Here in the first, Jamie Ricketts straight away brings it to the left wing. Looking inside, lob underneath, trying to get it to Crutchfield and overthrew it. It's going to belong to Siegel. Chance for Siegel to take the lead here on this trip down. Hodge going to walk it across. No full court pressure by Wilson Central this time. They settle into a 2-3 zone. Bounce pass down low. Benford, turnaround jumper, can't get it to fall, and a nice block out. Mallory couldn't get to it, but it was knocked away by Wilson Central. First time we've seen a zone from them. Hodge looking in, look, look, and tries to get it to Sneed, but the long arms of Crutchfield knocks it away. She'll try again now on the far baseline. Izzy hustled, and she's able to get the ball and then tipped it out of her hand after she made a bad pass. Maya Thompson, a 5'6 sophomore guard, getting this, uh, coming into the game for Siegel. 2.50 to play. Siegel basketball. They work it down to Benford into the right corner, and it's a three from the right side by Maya Thompson. Thompson just checked into the game, got the bucket. First bank three, and Siegel takes an 8-6 lead. They've scored eight in a row. Turnaround jumper, not taken as there's a travel called on Kristen Smith. Ron, you kind of felt like if Siegel could get a bucket to fall, they might get into a little bit of an offensive flow. Well, that's something a lot of times that happens once you get 
the ice off your back a little bit, then things start smoothing out. Hodge works between the rings, passes to Sneed right wing, now gets it back. Hodge looking inside, nothing there, now penetrates left side, puts it up with the left hand and banks it in off the glass. Hodge with the eight-footer there. Hodge knocks this pass, inbounds pass, away and out of bounds. And the defense kind of feeding off of the uh, offense here who have... Now, is Hodge a sophomore? Hodge is a sophomore, yes. And handles the ball very well. Up the floor, Chloe Smith for Wilson Central. They trail by four, under two minutes to play here in the first. Drives, puts it up with the left hand from the left block, and a whistle and a foul. Looks like both teams kind of have the uh, same idea, and that's to penetrate. Yes, drive and put it up. Foul is on Amaya Thompson. Free throw good. They got the PA all squared away and such now. Always do a fine job over here. Another free throw maybe. Uh, Actually, it looks like Ayana Young is going to have to come out. Her headband is not legal, if you will, so they're going to make Hodge check in. She came in for Hodge to give her a breather. That was a sharp breath. Yes, it was. Second toss to cut it to two is no good. Rebound on the floor and whistle, jump ball. This should belong to Siegel, and it does. Keeping the uh, possession on the scoreboard, I have just discovered. So that's good to know. Slowly, things are coming together. Yes, like for it everybody. does for a team in December. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Hodge, right side to Snead. Thought about a three. Now in the right corner, three ball up, and it is no good for the Lady Stars. That was Thompson. She hit one three already. Wilson Central lost the ball. Turnover, Lady Wildcats. Hodge to Thompson. Thompson trying to feed off inside. And the ball going to be knocked away. Hit a foul on the 34. Goes over her back. That's Crutchfield, and that is her second. So she's going to come out, and she is definitely the tallest player for either team. And that's going to hurt their rebounding. So they've got Smith in along with McCullough, who came in off the bench. Toss in by Young, who's in the game. Yanni Young finally got back in. Now the ball stolen away by Wilson Central and Kristen Smith. Now they return the favor. Chloe Smith has her pocket picked. And in her frustration, picks up a foul. And I was wondering if Riley was going to come into the game. Her name is Merkhavami. Riley Merkhavami. We're going to go with that. Sneed, left wing, three ball, high, arching three is good. 
Jasmine Sneed wide open on the left wing. It's 13-7, Siegel. She looked very comfortable in that shot. 39 seconds left here in the first. Kristen Smith lost control of the dribble and a loose ball pick up by Thompson for Siegel. Gives it up to Young. Young puts up a shot, no good, but knocked away. I think it was just partially blocked. And Siegel will inbound on the baseline. Sneed is going to trigger it in with 27 seconds. Inbounds to Thompson for three. Lip of the rim falls away. Kristen Smith with the rebound. She's having to play post and bring the ball up the floor too. Driving is McCullough. Bounce pass in the lane to pick it and a whistle foul. It'll be out of bounds. That's on Thompson. Thompson picks up her second foul. Well, no, he said second, so I was right. 9.6 seconds. They're not going to allow the substitution. Wilson Central inbound on their baseline. It is in to pick it. He puts up a little 10-footer from the right side. With three, with two, Siegel, Young at the top of the key, falls short. And that's the end of the first quarter. With the Siegel Lady Stars leading Wilson Central 13-9 as you listen into State Farm Prep Sports. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, Vans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Vans will be there with trained technicians. Vans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. Our game here tonight brought to you by Sir Pizza. They sponsor our game and coaches show podcast. Find them online at WGNSSports.com or wherever you listen to audio. Sir Pizza on East Main, on South Church, and on Memorial. Wilson Central to throw it in and having to run down the long pass is Merkavami. Back up top to Chloe Smith at the top of the key. Passes back over to Merkavami, now back up top. After a pass in the corner to McCullough, who drives and is going to be fouled by Ayana Young. Really tough sledding offensively in that first quarter, wasn't it, Rod? It was. <clears throat> uh, between the two teams, shot about 30%, I would say 30% on the average. Well, a chance at the free throw line for McCullough to cut into the Seagull lead, but misses the first one. She'll have another. Next foul, both teams will be in the bonus. Six team fouls apiece as it stands at the moment. Second toss in the air and good. So McCullough on the scoreboard here. And it's a three-point Siegel lead looking at full court pressure here by Wilson Central. 
Sneed waves everybody away, brings the ball down. Nice crossover dribble, drives in from the right hand, too hard. Rebound on the offside, put back, no good. And the ball goes out of bounds. Chance on that putback by Mallory fell away, but Siegel will inbound on the near baseline. They're moving left to right as we see it. And Young to throw it in and holding on to it as Thompson penetrates to the right elbow, tries the shot. It's partially blocked. Now a three. It's going to be, yes, a three-pointer by Ayana Young. First bank three. It's their third of the night. It's a 16-10 lead. Going right side is Smith. Lost control of it for a second to Chloe Smith in the right corner. A three put up by Kristen Smith. Falls away, no good. Sneed down the floor, down the right sideline. No look pass into the lane. Kicks it back out to Sneed for three. No good. Rebound knocked around and coming out of there with it is Wilson Central. Kristen Smith to bring it down. Looks here to the near side to Chloe Smith. She's at the left wing. Now passes right side to Kristen Smith, who traveled. Took an extra step there. Walker coming back in for Siegel Rod as well as uh, Nia Nelson. Yeah, the last player, she uh, everything was open for her. She got a little too anxious. She's not used to having somebody not on her. Wide open. Six-point lead for Siegel and the ball. Sneed, bounce pass in the lane to Nelson. Nelson, shot won't fall, and McCullough runs down the loose ball and looks like Coach for Wilson Central has called a timeout here, and we'll keep it here for a 30-second message from our friends at Parks Auction, the brand that has helped families, investors, and businesses here in Rutherford County and across the state with their on-site and online auction needs. Call Bob Bug and Stan Vaught for a free, no-obligation consultation. That's Stan Vaught, Bob Bug, at Parks Auction, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and the best 2023 you can ever imagine. Online at parksauction.com. Well, Siegel has definitely, it seems like, has put up double the number of shots that Wilson Central has. And that's why they're ahead. <clears throat> they're having trouble scoring, but they just got to keep shooting, keep working, get the rebounds. They're getting several turnovers. I see we're going into full court press right now. Inbounds is made to McCullough, and they get it back to Smith. Length of the floor to go. Moving right to left are the Lady Wildcats, clad in blue. Pass down in the corner to McCullough. It's on the floor, stolen away. If Young can control it, and they call a travel. So apparently she did control it. She was tied up there and lost the basketball. McCullough passed off, got it back down low. Cutting through baseline is Chloe Smith and a foul. That, I believe, is Thompson, and if it is, it's number three. It's kind of early to have number three. She has to be a little careful. Girls are going to have to start moving their feet quicker to cut off the drive. One and one here. First free throw, no good by Chloe Smith. But they got the rebound. McCullough, but she threw it right into the hands of Sneed. Sneed down the floor, two on one. She's the one, puts it up, no good. Rebound, Wilson Central. Outlet pass made. And down the floor is Jamie Ricketts. Ricketts takes it right side. Feed interior, and 
and hammered is Wilson Central's Chloe Smith, and she'll go back to the free throw line for two shots. Well, if you're going to foul them, might as well make it look really good. I guess. (laughs) 16-10. In there for a bit. Free throw number one is up and good. Don't want to see them kind of get into a rhythm here. Six of the 11 points for Wilson Central, all from Chloe Smith. She'll have another. Only two points here in this quarter, make it three. They've all been free throws. Six-point lead now four with those two tosses. 5.38 left in the half. Here's Hodge down the floor, puts up a floater and good. Right there in the lane. If they're going to give her that, I'll take my chances every time down. Handled the ball well and made a nice drive, nice little short jump shot. Walking it down is Kristen Smith. Fakes right, goes left, and tried the little pick and roll there, and ball knocked away. Long pass up the floor. Siegel Sneed puts it off the glass. No, it didn't hit the glass. Hodge runs down the rebound, though, takes it to the left wing. 18-12, Siegel. Five minutes left. And Larik Lillard checking in, gives the ball to Peralta. Peralta's runner will not fall. And McCullough kind of shed her treads there. She was going down the floor with her heel out of her shoe. Foul here is going to give them a chance to get that all situated. Lillard picks up the foul for Siegel. Well, Rod, we're giving them chances here at the free throw line now. They are. Well, half their points have come from free throws. And uh, Siegel's only had one attempt free throw line. One and one. The first one is good. And another one upcoming. Nice long ponytail covers her number here. So second one falls away and no good. So one of two. And it will be Siegel's basketball. Wilson Central with it left side. I'm sorry, Siegel with it, and it's Hodge who drives. Shot will not go. Had a nice open look there. And everything looked good except they didn't go in. Left side, Chloe Smith penetrates, puts it up from the left block. It is tipped out of bounds by Siegel. Coach Shane Young with another substitution. And brings Neela Alexander back in. Long toss to Kristen Smith from downtown. Kristen Smith with the three-pointer. And all of a sudden, Wilson Central has come roaring back. Down by six, now down by only two. And Hodge going to lose the ball out of bounds. Last touched by her. This number one here is one that I don't have on the old roster for Wilson Central. We're going to call her number one. Here's Chloe Smith driving, now stops. Pops and got it to fall. Kristen Smith, not Chloe, and she scored five straight points. We're all tied up here. 
Now the uh, official has run over to the scorer's table. Something is wrong with the clock. Ah, it may it didn't start. start. Yeah. He ran off a few seconds. And now the score is on there, 18-18. Siegel had a 16-10 lead, and now we're tied at 18 here midway through the first half of play. Second quarter, if you will. Hodge from the right wing. Drives to the foul line. Kicks it off in the corner. Larik Lillard off the lip of the rim. Falls away. No good. And now a push on Siegel. That's going to be called on Neela Alexander. And we'll trot to the other end. Wilson Central now, Rod, for the rest of this quarter in the double bonus. They are. And not only that, though, you're adding up fouls. Yep. On Siegel. Uh, so they're going to have to play a little more carefully and move their feet a little bit more. Free throw up and good by Pickett. And that gives Wilson Central a one-point advantage now. And Amaya Thompson coming back in with what I have as three fouls. Second free throw for a two-point lead up and good. Kendall Pickett with six points. Seven for Chloe Smith and five for Kristen Smith, leading the way for Wilson Central. Length of the floor to go for Siegel and full court pressure by the Lady Wildcats. Izzy Hodge motions everybody away, and the sophomore brings it down the floor, crosses the timeline, goes to the left elbow now, kicks it back out to the wing, and Sneed pops out. Sneed brings it all the way near the center circle, trying to control her dribble. Now right wing in the corner. Burns it inside the lane to Benford. I'm sorry, make that uh, Mallory. Now finds Hodge and a three-second violation, so a turnover, Lady Stars. Seen a little more concentration on that three-second call here this year. So Wilson Central, the lead and the ball, and now double dribble. On Chloe Smith, good defense there by Amaya Thompson, and she's not afraid with three fouls to get in there, is she? Right. They need a little bit of defense right now. Uh, slow down. Uh, Wilson Citrus come back, scored uh, like eight straight points. Hodge, underhanded toss. Finds Mallory, now a three from the left side, up by Alexander, no good. Sneed with the rebound, goes all the way underneath. And there were three Lady Wildcats there. And her toss, underhand toss, was knocked away. Wilson Central leads by two with 2.42 to play in the half. Here's Chloe Smith driving, turning, has lost the ball. It's on the floor, picked up by Siegel, and going to be a foul. Looks like it's going to be on Wilson Central, and it is on Kendall Pickett. So that will put Siegel at the free throw line and certainly need these. It's one and one for them. Pickett goes out after picking up her second foul. And Madeline Lee comes in for Wilson Central. Free throw number one for Neela Alexander looking for her first points. Off the back of the rim, no good, but I think a lane violation. 
against Wilson Central. So Siegel will get another chance. We saw a ton of those in the Siegel-Smyrna game last Friday. Big deep breath by Alexander. Couple of dribbles. Been to the knee. Shot it. Missed it. Sneed with the rebound, though. They flip it into the corner. Here's Thompson driving high off the glass. Can't get it to go. A fight for the rebound and a jump ball, I think, here. And it's going to be Wilson Central's ball with 2.25 to play in the half. Peralta and Mia Benford back in. Hodge and Alexander out for Siegel. Now the officials want to talk here. They're concerned about the clock and the time. Uh, It's the possession, and the possession arrow is pointing towards Siegel, so it's Siegel's ball. Good catch by the official there. Lob in by Snead. Gets it down low and now kicks it back out and a travel there on Amaya Thompson. Well, she you could see she was trying to make a decision there with the ball and didn't take a, a dribble. Right. You got a little excited. Ricketts in the backcourt, gets it across the timeline. Wilson Central by two. Turnaround by Smith in the lane. Fires it up there and draws the foul. Chloe Smith has decided she's going to take it inside. Right. Just take it to the hoop. She made a nice spin move to the basket. Forced the foul in. They're hanging all over you. Foul on Peralta, her first. Wilson Central in the double bonus here, and Chloe Smith hits another free throw. She has one two-point basket, so she scored six at the free throw line. Could be seven if she hits this, but doesn't. But they get the rebound. Right side, three-pointer up, no good. Sneed with the board. Siegel has been stuck on 18 for a long time. Only scored two this quarter, I think. No, five this quarter. Working around with it is Benford now on the drive and a whistle. She's going to draw the foul. Amaya Thompson going to go to the free throw line. They're not getting as many shots off because we have had several turnovers in the last two or three minutes. Well, number one is Thompson, and I have a Ackley Thompson as a 21 on my list, so I have a feeling that's her. Meanwhile, Amaya, Amaya Thompson at the free throw line for one and one off the back of the rim, no good. Here's Chloe Smith with it. Brings it down with a minute 45 to play. Kristen Smith dribbles around. She's got five points all this quarter. Way out in the front court. Chloe Smith lost her dribble. Got a pass now. Nobody open and a timeout. Wilson Central with 126 to play, 21-18. Lady Wildcats over the Lady Stars on State Farm Prep Sports. 
So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-890-0850. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Shop your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Rue 21, Hot Topic, and more. Grab a bite at Crab Fever, Sam's Sports Grill, Olive Garden, or Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you'll love at Stones River Town Center. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, off Old Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. Shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. Our coverage brought to you by Animal City, Music World, and Drummer's Den, Stones River Town Center, and Mills Family Pharmacy. Long pass down low to Chloe Smith, and Smith picks up the foul. Fiona Mallory. I think Chloe Smith thinks that's her free throw line. I guess she's been there a lot, hasn't she? She's the game's leading scorer with eight and has just one field goal, so that should tell you something. Double bonus, hits the first. Got a chance to be a double-digit scorer with just one field goal. 22-18. to 18. Siegel led 13-9 at the end of the first quarter. Second one, no good. I worked the jinx there. Siegel with the rebound and down the floor. Wilson Central collapsing into their half-court defense. Try to go inside. Shot up and no good by Benford. Mallory, rather. And the loose ball picked up by Wilson Central. Smith down the floor. Chloe at the right wing. Up top to McCullough. Under a minute to play. Chloe Smith right side at the wing. Dribbles around, flips it up to Kristen Smith, and I think they're going to try to go for one here maybe. I don't know how that's effective that's going to be with Siegel's pressure. Try to work it down low, stolen away. Maya Thompson stepping in front of it. Thompson taking it right side. Ball knocked away, and nice save by her into Benford. Back over to Thompson, driving baseline. Scoop shot, no good, and battle for the rebound. They're going to call a foul here on Jasmine Sneed. I'm sorry, it's not Sneed. It's 30, not 40, so Mallory picks up the foul. We have spent a lot of time at the free throw line. They have. They've owned the free throw line. It's theirs. Madeline Lee's first toss, no good. Checking back in or checking in for the first time is Jenea Brooks for Siegel. Second free throw rolls through for Madeline Lee. 23-18, 27 seconds. Quickly down. Sneed, layup good. Lady Stars needed that bucket. Only seven points here in this quarter. They trail by three. Right side, Chloe Smith. Smith lost the ball. Sneed has it with five, with four. Long pass up to Thompson. Let's get it in there. No good. Blocked. 
and out of bounds off of Siegel with 1.1. And a fast break basket, couldn't get it to fall, and they, they bring in Lillian Crutchfield. That was a big play that they didn't get able to come through on. And they get the ball inbounds, but kind of a mix-up on that play, and that's going to be the end of the first half of play here between Siegel and Wilson Central with Wilson Central leading 23-20, and we are at the half. When we come back, we'll have a look at your stats, and we will also have a quick check of the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard if we can find any scores out there for you and uh, run down some scores from last night as well. As we continue, you're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Okay, Blue Raider fans, if it's Middle Tennessee gear you want, nobody, I mean nobody, has more selection than Raider tees. If you can wear it, they have it in the blue and white of your Blue Raiders. In all sizes, from babies to the most mature Middle Tennessee fans, hats, polos, shirts, sweats, and more, looking for a special gift? You'll want to check out their selection of metal wall art and framed art pieces at Raider Tees. They're located at 910 Richley Road, just off Broad, behind Chewy's. Hey y'all, this is Lincoln Hibden. I'm a mortgage loan originator for F&B Mortgage, a department of First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, located on 322 North Front Street in downtown Murfreesboro. When you're ready to purchase your new home or refinance the one you have, I'll make sure your home loan process will move along smoothly when you put your trust in me. With attractive rates and a great solution that will fit your lifestyle and budget, F&B Mortgage is your hometown lender. Visit my website, lakeandhibden.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 401715. Technology with a personal touch. Mills Family Pharmacy can package your meds whether you have one or over a dozen by day or by dose. No other family pharmacy offers this custom medication packaging service for free. They can even deliver the meds to your home as well. And if you go to MillsFamilyPharmacy.com, you can get a smartphone app to manage refills. Modern tech, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on Highway 231. Mills Family Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Rutherford County Prep Sports. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. Also want to say hello to good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris at 3245 Franklin Road, just down from Franklin Road Christian School. That's State Farm Agent Bud Morris at 615-893-1417. Briefly, I didn't get a chance to talk to Bud today, but he stopped by the station and brought by some flags. Of course, we retire American flags that uh, need to be retired, if you will, so brought some by today so uh, I know he's about town I'm sure getting ready to go to uh, see the big games coming up this week of course Thursday night the Raiders take on UT Chattanooga and that'll be in celebration of the 50th year it's the anniversary of the 50th uh, year of the Murphy Center and uh, the Blue Raiders played Vanderbilt back in 1972 on that night and they're going to do some things to honor that team and and uh, such, so that'll be fun. We'll have Lady Raiders tomorrow night, men on Thursday night 
here on WGNS. Time to take a look at some of the stats. We'll take a look at your scoring first here from JHA Company. Josh Houston and Associates, winners trophies and fans heating and air. For Siegel, two points for Ellie Walker, eight points for Jasmine Sneed, three for Ayana Young, and uh, four points for Izzy Hodge, and three for Amaya Thompson. So that is a look at the Siegel scoring. Thompson does have three fouls, by the way. Something we'll have to watch. For Wilson Central, they're led by Chloe Smith's nine points, six points by Kendall Pickett, a free throw for Allie McCullough, and five points for Kristen Smith. Ackley Thompson and Madeline Lee with a free throw apiece. That's a look at your scoring. When we come back, it's 23-20, Wilson Central over Siegel. When we come back, Rod will have a look at the team stats as we continue. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Renters, when you combine State Farm Auto and Renters Insurance, you will save money. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and I'd love to talk to you about combining your auto and renters insurance to help you save. Call me, 615-895-2700. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck duck goose. You'd do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's a definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony. Then to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do. But your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, banking local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility, and more product choices. Because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more. That never grows old. First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keo Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. Back here for a look at the team stats from Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies. Rod's been keeping those, and uh, some pretty telling stats there, it looks like. It is. Uh, if we look at the visiting uh, Wilson Central, uh, they have uh, only made five out of 17 from the field, which is 29%. That's where both teams are struggling. Had a great night from the free throw line, 12 out of 17. This early in the year, 70.5% is really very solid for them. Uh, turnovers, that's where the, the big bugaboo that, that's helped keep Siegel in the game is because of the turnovers which they have forced. Uh, uh, Siegel has forced on Wilson Central. Uh, rebounds, Wilson Central has uh, 13, 12 rebounds. Now, Siegel is leading in the rebounds. They have 15. Uh, they're... They haven't, don't have as many turnovers. The field 
part of their game has been good. It's been the fouls that have been killing them. You look at field goal shooting, 8 for 36 for the Seagull Stars, 22%. Free throw line, 1 for 3, 33%. Uh, and 8 turnovers, 15 rebounds. Well, we're going to have to quit putting them at the free throw line, it looks like. Number one, number one. <laughs> That's got to be a, a, a And they're going to have to be patient but be confident with their shots. They're shooting too many shots where they're they're jumping and they're floating to the basket instead of going straight up, you know. And if you do, most of your shots are going to go over the basket if you're yeah. running. And uh, just little things like that they've just got to work on. They're going to be – coach is going to be working with them to get – that better because this is a very young team yeah all mostly freshmen and sophomores that are out there very much so and they're they're in this game leading uh trailing 23 to 20 that's all of your stats from winners trophies fans heating and air and jha company few scores from tonight at halftime eagle bowl girls over santa fe 24 to 9 and riverdale boys leading franklin county at the half 36 to 25 last night blackman Beat Columbia in girls and boys. Girls winner 60-40 and boys 44-40. Marshall County defeats Smyrna 48-30, but the boys win 60-59. That's a look at your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. As it stands, we're going to take our final timeout, come back second half straight ahead on State Farm Prep Sports. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here, and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com. 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. This is District 15 County Commissioner Craig Harris. Rutherford County is in the midst of an opioid epidemic. In 2021, there were 141 confirmed overdose deaths in Rutherford County. Statistics for 2022 appear to be even higher with an increase of more than 20%. The Rutherford County Drug Task Force has funds available to help local organizations further combat this epidemic. To get involved in the fight against the addiction to drugs, visit the Coalition for Success at PC4S.org. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. We're back here on State Farm Prep Sports, brought to you in part by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Craig's Tax Service, along with Dr. Automotive. It is going to be Wilson Central Basketball to start the second half. And let's see, I see Smith and Pickett. And Smith, Ricketts, and Crutchfield to start here for Wilson Central. We'll give you the lineup for Siegel here in a second. Ball tipped around by Crystal Peralta. Peralta up the floor to Izzy Hodge. Layup good. Nice start to the second half. Sneed in there as well as Young and Walker for Siegel. Ball stolen away. Young with the ball. Stops. Pops. Big bucket there, and Siegel now on top, 24-23. Pressure down the sideline. In the backcourt is Chloe Smith. Gets it over here to Kristen Smith, and now they set up. Wilson Central moving left to right as we see it toward the concession stand here at Siegel. Lob down low, trying to get it a little give and go to Chloe Smith and threw it away. Pressure by Siegel is paying off. It's three turnovers, 
overs right away by Wilson Central. Sneed passes off and gets it back. Gives it over to Hodge and now gets it back. A little full-court pressure here by Wilson Central. Now underhanded pass to Hodge. She streaks across the timeline to the foul line. Jumper is no good. Little floater won't fall, but Ellie Walker with the rebound, and she took an extra step. So a turnover for the Lady Stars. And Kristen Smith finds Jamie Ricketts here right side. Ricketts double-teamed, lobbed down low, stolen away by Walker. And then to Peralta, but in the process, they travel. In that handoff, they kind of ran into each other. Right. That's when you went to post, get rid of the ball quicker. Don't try to dribble with it. Kristen Smith on the sideline here to throw it in. Gets it in to pick it, driving... Right side and scoring is Kendall Pickett. Izzy Hodge, lob it up the floor to Walker. Now left side, Sneed bounces it down low, trying to get it down low to Crystal Peralta on the fast break, but goes out of bounds. Should have lobbed it a little bit more. A girl got the pass because it was low. It was in her area. She's cutting for the basket. Sneed to throw it in here on the near baseline. She's surveying, telling Hodge to stay where she is in the deep left corner. And a little more clock trouble here. They ran some more time off there. Now Siegel changes the inbounds play. And throwing it in is Young. Gets the lob to Sneed at the foul line, just off the back of the rim, no good. And trying to get the basketball is Chloe Smith. I think she was out of bounds and was. So it'll be Siegel's ball. And Ayana Young to throw it in on the far baseline now. Long lob into Hodge in the front court. Waves people off and now passes to Young at the right wing. Gets it back, does Hodge. 25-24, Wilson Central. Looking at a 2-3 zone from the Lady Wildcats. Sneed tried to pass and cutting through. Nice defense there by Pickett to get the steal. Kristen Smith bounces it over here right side to Ricketts in the right corner. It's the post player Crutchfield. Takes a dribble, now gives it to Ricketts. He tries to penetrate, puts up a shot, which is blocked by Sneed. Sneed on the break. Two on one. She's the one from the left block. She is hammered, and there's no call. My goodness. goodness. There's no way. That was a hard foul. Walker tips the pass. Hodge up to Sneed. Sneed layup right side. No good, but she's fouled again. And this time they blew the whistle. Yeah, she's hit hard twice. Hit the floor, hit the deck, but only one foul called on. Jasmine Sneed, a sophomore. And a very, very good shortstop for Sean Middleton's softball team. Didn't get to play last year basketball. She was Hurt during the season. Big contributor here. Free throw up and no good. Our game here today is brought to you in part by State Farm agent Emerson Williams in Smyrna on Enon Springs Road West at Hazelwood Drive. That's State Farm agent Emerson Williams, 459-2683. Another toss for Sneed. Shot it and got it. Nine 
for Sneed. That ties us up at 25 apiece. Sneed going out for a breather and Benford in. All knotted up at 25. This pressure by Siegel has paid dividends here early in the third and doing so without picking up fouls. Ooh, almost an over and back. Wilson Central works it in the corner to Thompson. Back up top to Megan Smith. Now left side to Chloe Smith. They work it down to the left block to Crutchfield. Loose ball and had to just toss it back in bounds. Hodge, top of the key, over to Walker, right side. Walker penetrates, right block. No good, but a foul. Good job taking it to the basket. She a little crossover dribble. Uh, forced the foul. Junior Ellie Walker going to the free throw line and Rod Wilson, or Siegel's trying to give Wilson Central a dose of their own medicine from that second quarter, it looks that, like. Yeah, it's about time. They're putting pressure on them, and they're getting the breaks and forcing fouls. Walker misses the first free throw. She'll have another to try to give Siegel a one-point advantage. More substitutions. I've done my best to give them to you, but both teams really playing a lot of players. Walker's second toss in the air. Good. Got a high arching free throw shot. Siegel by one. Long pass up, and they get it up to McCullough. She runs down the loose ball in the corner. Now back up to Crutchfield. Post player playing between the rings. She's going to pass off and go set up in the paint. And they posted up the wrong player. Thompson was down low. They run down the loose ball, and now a three from the left wing by Kristen Smith. Well, had some opportunities there. Here's Izzy Hodge. Hodge fakes, goes up with the left hand. What a shot. Now, you get that from a sophomore right now, you can only imagine what kind of move she's going to have as she goes along. That was sweet. She's left-handed, and she has a nice left-hand drive. 28-28, ball stolen away by Walker. Now a reach-in foul going to be called or a travel. It's a reach-in foul on Wilson Central. Good hustle. The pressure defense that Siegel's come out with is paying dividends. We've had like six turnovers in this first uh, four minutes. Ellie Walker, the junior, tosses it in. Over to Young in the corner. Now on the dribble going baseline, a whistle and another foul. They're going to put us in the bonus pretty quick. The thing is, if you're aggressive, you're going to drive, you can force the foul. Kristen Smith picks up the foul. That's her second. Foul was on the floor, so taken out of bounds. That's where Young will throw it in from the baseline on the far side. Into Thompson for three. Dings off the side of the rim. Young with the rebound. Puts up a floater and got it to fall. That's the shot that eluded them in the first half. The little baseline runner. They're getting a little more comfortable. 30-28 Siegel. Full court pressure by the Lady Stars. They have the lead. Kristen Smith just across the timeline. Siegel playing a dogged defense up to Chloe Smith. Drives right side, forces a shot up there, and there's going to be a foul called on Ellie Walker, I believe. That's a good job on Smith's part is he forced the foul. She just took it to her, went off the edge of her, forcing her to foul. It's the first team foul for Siegel here in the second half and puts Kristen Smith at the free throw line. First one is good. I'm sorry, that is Chloe Smith. I'll get these 
I think they're sisters. They have to be. They look a lot alike. Chloe Smith has eaten us up at the free throw line. She's got 11 points in one field goal. 30-30. Walker brings it down the far sideline. Walker stops, tries the outlet pass, and sneaking out of there with it is McCullough for Wilson Central. 3.14 to play here in the third quarter. Boys game will be coming up after our ideas tease between game show. Driving left side is Chloe Smith and a hand check foul called. I think this was before the shot. Yes, I think should. It's Thompson. That is her third, so I had her with a foul that she didn't have in the first half. Inbounds, three-pointer is partially blocked, I think, but it got over the rim. An air ball is picked up by Siegel, and Hodge brings it down. Hodge taking it right side. Pass is knocked away, but Siegel comes away with it as Thompson has it. Left wing to the foul line. A little floating runner in there. Good. That's what's different. The shots are going in now. 32-30, Siegel. Two and a half minutes to play in the third. Ball stolen away by Hodge. Hodge has a fast break basket. Tips it in. And Hodge with 10. Leading scorer for Siegel. Siegel's advantage is four now. Left side, Chloe Smith bounces it down. Tries to put up a shot and travel. Turnover, Wilson Central. It's a nice ninth turnover in the third quarter with two minutes to go for Central. Izzy Hodge to bring it down the floor to the top of the key. Now takes it left side. Into the corner to Thompson. Thompson, a little runner. She's clobbered by Allie McCullough and should be shooting two here. That's way to take it to the basket. A good drive. Got position on her. Girl made a block on the ball, but her body hit her. She was going up. You could tell that Shane Young made some adjustments at, at halftime, and they are much more aggressive driving to the basket. And when you do that, you get fouls on the other team. Free throw up and barely hits the front of the rim and falls away. Don't forget to tune in Saturday morning for the uh, final coaches show of 2022. Prentice also heating and air coaches show fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. We'll be back in early 2023, though. Just a two-week break. Second free throw, no good. And Wilson Central's ball. Crystal Peralta coming in for Siegel and Maya Thompson goes out. Four-point Siegel lead, central ball. Down the left side is Chloe Smith and dribbled out of bounds. Boy, Rod, that's kind of no man's land. As a point guard, you never want to go there because you got the sideline and two defenders, you're blocked. Right. <laughs> well, they're making them very uncomfortable. That's the whole purpose of the full court press. Driving, shooting, scoring is Ayana Young. Nine points for her and Siegel. Up by six, they had a 16-10 lead, and then that melted away and actually trailed at the half. Wilson Central has it in the corner. It's Thompson, the ball knocked away. Kristen Smith picks it up in the backcourt. Back up to Thompson, fires up the three, no good. And there's going to be a foul on 
Jasmine Sneed on the rebound. Maybe it's not Sneed, though. It's on Peralta, not Sneed. They were both there. Jasmine had the smile, and usually that means they're guilty. (laughs) Here's Kristen Smith to lob it in. Up top to McCullough, now right side. Ricketts, three partially blocked. Fighting for the rebound is Ellie Walker, and you're not going to fight that away from her. Jump ball is the call, and it belongs to Wilson Central. So we'll do it all over again, inbounding from the far baseline. Chloe Smith to trigger it in. Pass is... It's almost an over and back, but I guess. But we tipped it by the defense. Young. Uh, yeah, I Young guess. tipped it. It was barely. You saw it better than I did. Back on top. My young eyes. Is that it? <laughs> Smith to Crutchfield in the front court. And now a reach in foul by Crystal Peralta. No need for that. That's her third. Yeah, we don't want to get in that habit again. We, they paid dearly in the first half with all the reach in fouls. Well, as you can see, they struggle scoring from the field, but Siegel put them at the free throw line in the second quarter and actually lost the lead. Lob it over right side to Kristen Smith. Her 10-footer no good. Trying for the rebound is Chloe Smith, and it goes out of bounds. It is Siegel basketball. One big thing with the pressure and all, the ball's not going to Chloe Smith's hands, so she can't force the foul driving. They've got their offense totally out of sync because of the pressure they're putting on. A bucket here would give Siegel their largest lead of the game. Driving left side is Young. Lost control of the ball and going to be a jump ball. You know, that's that's an easy play. Young probably got away with a foul there because she tried to get the ball away and then just kind of rolled over the mm-hmm. player from Central. Right. Well, she put the ball right in front of the girl. Yeah. Here, here, take it almost. Siegel ball on the alternate possession arrow, 33 seconds. Young has it between the circles. Now to Sneed, who just checked in. Takes a few dribbles, finds Walker in the right corner. Walker to the right elbow, drives in the lane, puts up a four-foot floater nice, good. Nice drive, a little jump shot right there from the basket. Length of the floor to go for Wilson Central. An eight-point Siegel lead. They work it into the corner to McCullough, and Walker stole it away, but she was out of bounds. Still good hustle. That was a, off the pressure of the pass. She tried to steal it, the deep pass in. Inbounds. Now Megan Smith, or Kristen Smith, fires up the three. No good. Sneed with two, with one. Going to have a chance for a shot. Can't get it off. Does she? No. Not in time. And your third quarter score, Siegel 38, Wilson Central 30, back for the final quarter when we come back on State Farm Prep Sports. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? Fast response if the power goes out. An app that keeps me informed. Tips to lower my monthly bill. Communication on things that matter to me. Done, 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 done. I want to know everything. Everything? Well, young lady, let me show you the MyMTE app. Energy Service Life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. For more than 30 years, my team and I have worked hard to help injured people throughout Middle Tennessee. 
Over that time, we've helped thousands of people get the legal help they need when they've needed it the most. And if we're not able to help or aren't the right lawyer for you, we'll do the best to point you in the right direction. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. And remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. We're back here on State Farm Prep Sports, and uh, our first final of the night is in, and it's boys basketball. And uh, Franklin County comes back to defeat Riverdale by a final score of 61-56. to He led most of that game, too. And uh, looks like Eagleville has had their way with Santa Fe, leading 48-17 after three quarters of play. Here, Siegel with a 38-30 lead. Wilson Central ball. They'll inbound right in front of our broadcast location here. They get it into Chloe Smith, who drives left side from the block. No good. And rebound, Siegel. Down the floor, Young. Stops, pops from the foul line, rims out. Siegel's eight-point lead is their largest of the game. They had a 16-10 lead in the second, and that melted away as Wilson Central went to the free throw line a ton. They trailed 23-20 at the half, but a good third quarter by Siegel. They have an eight-point lead. Wilson Central ball now to start the final stanza. 7-23 to play. Chloe Smith dribbles left side into the corner. A three put up by Kristen Smith is no good. Offside rebound, Thompson. Back up top to Pickett. They work it around the corner to Kristen Smith. Top of the key, turns, spins, and the ball tipped away by Jasmine Sneed. Sneed goes up with the left hand from the left block and scores. Good way to start the fourth quarter after having an 18-7 third quarter lead. Well, that's, that's a big third quarter for Siegel. Lead by 10 here. Thompson drives in the lane and a whistle and a foul. That's on, well, he said 30 young, but 30, that would be three young. I'm going to go with that. Wilson Central to throw it in. Thompson with the lob. And right off of the back of the head of Walker. You know, if that was football, it had been passed in first because she, she never looked for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh. She was determined not to let Kristen Smith get the ball, and she wasn't even looking at the lob. She didn't even know the lob pass was coming. It just right. hit her in the back. And we saw when the start of the fourth quarter, Wilson Central, when things got settled down, they tried to get the ball in Chloe Smith's hands, her driving, kicking off to her sister. Uh, and that's what their pressure has kept that from happening very much. It's something they wanted to keep it up. Kristen Smith to... Throw it in at the sideline and knocks it out of bounds off of Walker to reset the play. And Jamie Ricketts is going to check back in for Thompson. Smith for getting on to Smith for not moving. Didn't have anybody to throw to, did she? <laughs> Toss in. Smith to Smith. Now back to Smith. I could do this. That would be pretty easy if I just called last names. <laughs> Kristen Smith with it now, backs it up near the midcourt circle. 
Gets a pick, drives it right side, looking in, nothing there. Back up top to Chloe Smith. She takes a few dribbles to the right side. Long lob in the paint, in traffic, and stolen away by Siegel. Jasmine Smith, two on one, bounces it over to Hodge, who is trailing. She flips it back up to Walker for three. Off the rim, no good. And stolen away by Hodge. Hodge with the left hand high off the glass. Izzy Hodge. She had a tremendous third quarter. That bucket puts Siegel up by 12. Chloe Smith in the corner. Ball tipped and knocked away. And nice save by the broadcasters here. I had a clipboard and a pen, so I didn't know what to throw down, and I didn't throw either of them. Let the table help. Kristen Smith to lob it in. Finds Lillian Crutchfield. Now gets it back and tries to go inside, and the ball knocked away, and there's a foul by Siegel. She's kind of blocked from it. That's Thompson. That's four for her, and so she's going to go out and bring Crystal Peralta in. They're going to miss her. She did a good job the last couple times down against Smith, uh, moving her feet and cutting her off, keeping her from driving. Chloe Smith to throw it in on the near baseline. Does so. Gets it back. Now puts up the long two from the right side. No good. And Jasmine Sneed with the ball, bringing it up the floor. They work it down low, get it to Walker. Turnaround jumper is good. A lot different than the beginning of the game. The balls are dropping in now. 44-30, Siegel, 5.27 to play. Siegel beginning to pull away here a little bit. Ricketts on the drive, lost the ball. Wilson Central is kind of imploding a little bit. Right, and a lot of it goes back to the defense of Siegel, the pressure they put on full court, even to half court. They're constantly putting pressure on them, keeping them out of their own offense. Here's Izzy Hodge. Bounces it up to Mia Benford. Benford over to Sneed, right wing. Back up top to Ellie Walker. Walker tried to feed inside to Benford, and it was tipped and knocked away, and now a Siegel foul. Now that should put Wilson Central in the bonus, which is what you don't want to do. No. And that was, she had good position, then she started pushing into it, and you can't do that. Just got to hold all hands straight up. Mergavami comes back in for Wilson Central as Ricketts takes a breather, and that puts Chloe Smith at the free throw line, the absolute worst person if you're Siegel to put there. She's lived there tonight. One and one, free throw good. See, Brian told you. <laughs> She's got 12 points, 10 points at the free throw line. Second toss, good, hit them both. She's the leading scorer for Wilson Central with 13. That tells you something too, when your leading scorer has all but two points at the Mm -hmm. free throw line. Mm -hmm. It tells you who the other team is that wants to have the ball. Yes. 44-32, trying to control it as Peralta now drives and lays it in. Well, those are shots that were just refused to fall in the first half. Right. They're more comfortable, relaxed. Maybe they're so tired that they're not nervous. <laughs> Maybe so. 46-32, Siegel lob, and Ellie Walker steals it. Passes up the floor. Jasmine Sneed trying to run it down and can't as McCullough rips it away. To Mergabami. And a whistle. The ball goes out of bounds. 
knocked out by Wilson Central. No, they called a foul. It's on Siegel, on Walker. It's her third foul. And so Riley Mergavami will have a chance at the free throw line here, one and one again. It's in the air. Good. She'll have another. Walker goes out, and back in is Young. Walker with five second-half points. Free throw, good. Mergavami hit two. And we've got a timeout by Wilson Central. As they trail by 12 with 4.33 to play, you're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peekaboo and duck-duck-goose. You do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family. What if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Auto, renters, frankly, any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-896-2013. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winner's Trophy, at Comcast.net. That's Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Basketball. We're back. Our coverage brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, along with Las Casas Feed Supply. Length of the floor to go here for Siegel. And it's going to be Crystal Peralta to throw it in. Full court pressure here. Get it up to Young. Young lets traffic drive by. Up to Sneed now. Sneed, left side, layup, no good. Rebound Siegel. They kick it out. Sneed for the bucket. It won't fall. Rebound Chloe Smith. Siegel's gone a bit chilly here in this fourth. Bergavami driving and has it blocked. Crystal Peralta with the block. Peralta takes it right side. Got about four minutes left here in the ball game. Siegel up 46-34. They can really do a lot of things here and kind of slow the game down a bit. Right, that's what they're trying to do right now with the guards handling the ball out front. Hodge to Jasmine Sneed. Penetrates, nice backdoor pass to Mia Benford. She drew the double-team pressure and Benford wide open. Very pretty play. 48-34 Siegel. Ball tipped. It's in the air and run down by Chloe Smith and now foul. I hate it when that happens. Play good defense and then kind of an unfortunate foul happens. Yeah, kind of things got awkward where the ball was going and she tripped over the girl. Ninth team foul, so the last time at the free throw line for one and one, and it's Chloe Smith, Siegel's arch enemy. Free throw good. She hasn't missed many tonight. We don't keep individual stats with the free throw line, but she's probably 80% or better. Second one good. Tried to jinx it, but it didn't happen. 46-38 or 48-36. 
Siegel with the lead and the ball. Three and a half to play. Izzy Hodge to Sneed for a three, and it hits the back of the backboard, so it's going to be Wilson Central ball after the miss. Not sure that's what Coach Young wanted. <laughs> no, that's not in his playbook. If they could take, you know, 20, 30 seconds off the clock and get a bucket, that's to their advantage. Time the is a big plus for them. Here's Thompson up front. Gives it over to Smith way here in the front court. About to hit the three-minute mark left in the ball game. Kristen Smith lost it out of bounds, but was tipped away by Hodge, who says, I didn't do that. Yeah, I think, I think Smith kicked it out of bounds, but Mitchell didn't see it. Inbounds and driving, putting up a shot in the lane is Pickett. No good. Jasmine Sneed trying to run down the rebound, and Thompson nails her, pushes her to the floor, crushes her. It wasn't that bad, but it was a foul. Second team foul for her. Next foul by Wilson Central will put Siegel at the line. Full court pressure by the Lady Wildcats. Peralta in the backcourt. Trying to get it across the timeline. Crossover dribble and does. Lobs it up top to Young, who runs down the loose ball over to Sneed at the left wing. 2.40 to play. Cross court pass to Hodge. Kicks it down low from the left block. Benford went up, blocked, and ripping it away is Kristen Smith from Peralta. Don't foul, Crystal. Smith and Smith, and there's 10 seconds. Siegel did a good job. One too many passes in the backcourt. Right, and then everybody left the girl, and they went down court, and she was all by herself. So good pressure. That's something you need. And that's one of those things that's kind of humiliating if you can't get it across. Yeah, yeah. 2.20 to play. Siegel up by 12 with the ball. Hodge has it. Dribbles out way out into the front court. Finds Benford and now Thompson, but she traveled. She got the ball and saw a lane, but didn't take a dribble. So no. See, her feet started dancing. Yeah. Excited. Kind of like Peyton Manning. <laughs> he always had happy feet. In the backcourt, here's Kristen Smith. Working it over to Chloe Smith. She gets it across the time stripe. Top of the key, now driving, is Pickett. Missed the shot. Players collide. Ball goes out of bounds. And it belongs to Siegel. 1.55 to go. You'd think Wilson Central might think about fouling. Young in the backcourt. Long pass over to Hodge. Hodge to the foul line. To Thompson. Now Thompson drives. Puts it up in the lane with the right hand. Too hard. Benford with the rebound. Can't get it to go. Thompson with a board. Puts it up. No good. Now another big rebound by Mia Benford, and she is fouled. Good job on the boards there by Siegel. It's the way to battle. Fourth foul on Kendall Pickett. And two shots for Mia Benford. And Siegel in the bonus the rest of the way. Off the back of the rim and no good. What you mentioned about them start fouling. If a person's done foul trouble, uh, Siegel is not shooting too well from the free throw line. Missed a pair there. Loose ball run down by no one. It goes out of bounds off of Siegel. Foul him, stop the clock, and then uh, try to get the rebound. 
Wilson Central's number two is in the game, and that's yet another player we don't have on the roster that was given, so we'll call her two. And a reach-in foul. And Kristen Smith is going to the free throw line. At least it's not Chloe. Double bonus. Siegel up by 12 with 1.24 to go. Kristen Smith's first free throw is good. Well, when you're trying to milk a lead, one thing you don't want to do is put the opponent at the free throw line with the clock not running. That's right. You don't want to give up way points and clock not ticking. She hits the first one. This one would cut it to a 10-point Siegel lead if she hits it and does. She's got 10 points herself. 122. Over to Hodge. Hodge works the right side of the floor, now backs it up way out near the midcourt stripe. 110. Dogged defense here by Mergavami. Lob inside to Sneed, now to Walker, kicks it out. Thompson for three, no good. Rebound, Sneed high for it. And the three from the left wing, no good by Young. Loose ball, Thompson tries to run it down but can't. 56 seconds, and I think I heard Coach Young, why are we shooting? That's almost a quote. Right, you can kick it back out. Here's Mergavami in the backcourt, up the floor to Chloe Smith. Smith at the right wing, 46 seconds. they got to have shots quickly. Pickett drives, can't get it to fall. Walker with a big rebound for Siegel. 39 seconds, and Izzy Hodge going to trot up the floor now. Picks up a head of steam, takes it right side, bounces it to Walker, foul line. In the lane, kicks it over, left side to Thompson. Thompson tried an awkward shot, will not fall, 24 seconds. Siegel up by 10, 20 seconds. And they are waving the white flag, not even rushing to get it across the timeline now. Kristen Smith almost lost the ball over to Chloe Smith, and now a push foul on Siegel with eight seconds. It's on Sneed. It is her third foul. And Chloe Smith gets the chance to pad her game-leading 15 points here at the free throw line. Shot it. Got it. She has 14 points at the free throw line. Another one in the air. Good. It's an eight-point Siegel lead. They've got the ball with six seconds. And over here to Young. Young trots it over the timeline, and there's your clock. We're running out, and it's a Siegel victory. 48-40. to 48-40, to 40, your final score here tonight. Nice win for the Lady Stars over Wilson Central. Again, 48-40, your final score here in girls basketball. When we come back, we'll have your ideas teased between game show. Uh, got the stats in the first half and uh, lots of info. We'll run down any scores we can find and much more as we continue on State Farm Prep Sports. 